Hey everyone, welcome back to the Dead Squirrel Network. This is episode 5. I'm sitting here with Mr. Friday Ellis. He's a local cigar bar owner here, Governor's Cigar Shop. And he used to be a skateboarder back in the day, so, so I think he'll really spread some light on why we need the skate park here in Monroe. I'm going to go ahead and pass it along to him now. Yeah. Hey, how's it going? I appreciate you having me on today. And uh, I think kind of to uh, explain the kind of why me and why... Um, I feel that we do need things in this town for our youth today and just for uh, other recreational activities. you got to go back to when I was a teenager. I grew up born and raised in Rayville, Louisiana, a uh, small rural town like 20 minutes east of here. And my father and my uh, stepmother picked up and we moved to Sarasota, Florida. Okay. And uh, it was culture shock all over. I mean, not all over, but it was just culture shock. and. Um, you know, one of my greatest memories was playing baseball across from one of the coolest, like, BMX and skate park facilities that I'd ever seen in my life. And it was really foreign to me. And then um, when I was in school, I shared a locker with a guy named Jeremy Alsom. Uh, I'm going to tag him on this in Facebook when he does. And Jeremy was like the coolest dude I knew, skateboarder. And uh, so I decided to buy a skateboard. And I'll never forget, it was a Vision Psycho Stick. I remember that. You know, it was like, that was my first skateboard. And uh, about uh, how, how old are you? How old were you? Man, I was 12 at 12? the time. Okay, yeah. Cool. So I had a Vision Psycho Stick. Uh, I can remember everything about it because we set up a... Um, we set up a shop at my house so we would trade out trucks and like bearings and wheels. And yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know. And so uh, we, you know, Jeremy taught me how to skate. And I'll never forget at school, it was a talent show and it was an exhibition. And so we built us like a little uh, quarter pipe and, uh, you know, did our little stunts. I didn't do it. I couldn't do a thing. I just <laughs> rolled up and like, then rolled back down off the ramp. But it was the coolest thing ever. But then I, Fortunately, you know, I had somebody to teach me, and he brought me to the skate park, and man, it was the greatest thing ever. And then my dad tells me two years later we're moving back to Louisiana. Yeah. So I moved back to Mon- I mean, Rayville, Louisiana, and nobody skateboarded. Yeah. And I was. It's kind of like that today, but that's because we don't have a place to skate. You know? That's right. Yeah. Or at least a lot of the community don't think there's skaters here because of that reason. They're right. Just really spread out. You know. Yeah. And so, so I did the, you know, let's see if this sounds familiar. So I would go skate in the bank's parking lot and get ran off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd go skate oh, yeah. at the courthouse, get ran <laughs> off. Uh, you know, and, and, you know, as you're older, you know, these and own businesses, you look at your liability <laughs> type mm-hmm. insurance, you're like, but I, I mean, I get it, but, but it was the same thing. And so little by little, I had friends of mine that wanted to skateboard too, um, with, uh, Joey Pipes and, Westell and man we had a group of five or six guys man and yeah. we skated around Rabel but they all had the old abandoned high school okay and uh, they had the great still had the greatest like wood floor basketball court um. and man it was the greatest thing ever so we built our ramps inside of there and you know and skated during the day where people couldn't hear the noise because you know after work people walk the neighborhood and can hear and then they'll probably tell that we're in there skateboarding but uh yeah it was man those are great and then now i am the father of two boys uh friday and asher uh my daughter she's six i'm sure she'll want to do everything her big brothers do but um 
she thinks she can do it better. I'm right, sure. <laughs> right. So uh, I bought a skateboard, and uh, and then my son, I took them to the mall uh, to get them a, I think it's Zoomies. Zoomies, that, yeah. yeah. Went in there and got them hooked up, and, and uh, I've been teaching them how to skateboard just at the house and rolling around, and, you know, uh, I think my wife wanted, she was curious just to see if I could do, still do it, and or probably see me fall, but... Uh, <laughs> But yeah, man, you know, and it and it is. It's and, and I think to myself now, it's like, where do my kid? Where will we take our kids and go skateboard? Where it'd be safe for them, right? Yeah. And uh, so, you know, when I heard, uh, I saw this on the news. I guess it was uh, maybe a few weeks ago that you guys had had set up a uh, skate park on the other side of the levee. Yeah, right there on the seawall. Okay. Uh, yeah. By the. Uh, 20 uh, bridge yeah okay. yeah okay and uh i saw that on the news and somebody shared one of my friends shared it maybe it was zach rayburn zach right yeah, yeah. Uh, barbershop yeah edges. Yes. so i told zach i said hey i, I want to reach out to this young man and like talk to him about it i said because i understand those struggles of wanting to do something and having a place to go and skateboard and do those things and um uh, I don't know, maybe I could find some interest in some people here because I know people like DJ Fortenberry and, um, you know, Ronnie Scott and there were a few other people that had been tossing that idea around of like, how do we provide a place for people who bike? Because I think they had a BMX thing out behind the Civic Center, correct? Yeah, Rebel BMX. That's and right. Everyone seems to get confused like I was thought, thinking it was in West Monroe, but when I talked mm -hmm. to... Jamie Mayo the other day he informed me it was actually in fact right there by the yes Citizen. yes it's the uh, it was uh, I guess it's where when they had the livestock shows or different things yeah yeah they, so they always the had to tear down the track so they can bring in the bulls and stuff yes. like that you know I always envisioned whenever they shut down that racetrack off of 165 yeah right? yeah I forgot about that I, yeah I just thought that was prime opportunity for the city to buy that and I mean, you think about the possibilities of that, and I know we're kind of veering off of skateboarding, but think yeah. about, you know, that could have been a stop on a BMX circuit, that could be volleyball tournaments, that could mm -hmm. be concerts, that's just another outdoor venue that the city uh, would have owned. Uh, but again, I don't, I didn't know at the time uh, anything about that property. Right. But, but looking, going back today though, um, this, just this weekend I was in, um, Baton Rouge, and yeah. my family and I saw that Baton Rouge, uh, I think off Perkins, Perkins I believe. Road, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they have an they have a skate park. It's the Brick or something. That's like it, that. B R A C or something yeah, like that. I'm yeah, not Baton sure Rouge. what the acronym stands yeah. for. But, yeah, <laughs> but it was it was great, and they had an exhibition out there this weekend, and I was like, man, you know, and there were just tons of people out there. Now I get the metropolitan area of Baton Rouge is, you know. Massive, pushing yeah. a million, but still, I do believe that there is interest here uh, that we can we can either a build or build upon a multi-use recreational center, um, you know, to have things to do. Whether it is, and I know everybody. Look, the one I grew up in in Sarasota, it had six lit football fields. It had, you know, we had uh, like eight lit baseball fields. Yeah. Literally on the other side, you had this. Now I went back home this summer. It's sponsored by Monster and uh, somebody else. And, the, and the, the BMX course has just multiplied. The wow. BMX course is still there. The skate park is still there. And it's all, everything was under one roof, and it was a multi-use thing. Yeah. And it's, I don't know, it was, as a kid there, it was good to me to see that. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, my kids in Baton Rouge thought this thing was the greatest thing. Yeah, they, I mean, you get a it's able to bring here. a lot of different people together where they can share ideas and interests. Yes. that they didn't think they might have with each other. Right here, I played football and right. I played baseball. And I wanted to skateboard too. I mean, it was right, like, yeah. you there's could so do all the same things. Here. There's so many people here I've met yeah. here recently. It's like, man, I always wanted to skate, but there just wasn't anything. Yeah. Here, so I never picked it up. Yeah. Oh, I still do it today. Like I, I still, anytime there's a skateboard video on or anything like that, I'm still just tuning in. I still on Instagram. I, I, I follow like Kenan Williams. Where this sport is today compared to where, I mean, a kickflip was like the big thing back in the day, you know what I mean? And yeah. it was just like, in the street, you know, you saw a lot of vertical stuff where you had all the Tony Hawks and the Christian Asoys and all the people going at it and the Lance Mountains all battling it out. But all of a sudden there was this shift to the street. Yeah. You know, because it was like, that is just anywhere is your playground, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I still, I follow it on Instagram and things today and I follow a lot of people, you know, Santa Cruz boards, uh, I follow a lot of their stuff today. I still yeah. follow uh, Steve Caballero. I think he just broke his oh, hip recently. Oh, well, yeah. He's, yeah. he's getting up there in age. His he's kid. still doing the de- loop of death and all that yes. crazy stuff. Dude, his kid, <laughs> his kid is amazing, right? Yeah. He's like 12. But that's what I'm saying. It's, it's, it's still a part of me, and it's, it's who I was, and I, I still love to push a skateboard around, and um, even with my kids. But I, I, it inspires me to know that there is somebody like yourself that, that's out there that's saying, hey, look, let's come together. Because I'll tell you this, whenever we were young, it was more of a, um, you know, we'll, we'll just do what we want to do. Yeah. And it sounds like you're taking a very diplomatic approach uh, to what you're doing. Yeah. You're going to talk with civic leaders. Yeah. You're going to talk to business people and community leaders. And you really are taking a different approach to where some things in the past have always been. And and I really commend you on that. And uh, uh, You know, I really appreciate you saying that because, you know, yeah. I've been working for this for a couple of years now. And, yeah. I mean, next year I, my skate career comes to about 20 years. So, wow. You know, I always, you know, I sat here and waited for a few years seeing if anyone was really going to stand up and do yeah. something. And then I just kind of realized I think I'm turning into that old guy now that's got to stand up and do something. <laughs> well, you, it, and I think that's 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 the, I think that's the crux. I think that's the that's the good stuff though. It, it's finding people that have a passion for something, and they want to stand up and make it better for the people behind them, right? And yeah. do something different. And that's uh, you know, you know, not all skaters and and all these people. You know, we used to have the this this vision of what we think skateboarders are but you know i didn't i turned out okay (laughs) i'm a business owner now and you know it's uh we i love my family and it's but and it taught me a lot you know and it 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 just i started something there in rabel uh and and it looks like you're doing that here and i really commend you on that and and the approach that you're taking in this is very diplomatic um you know you get every reason when when you're when you were behind the levee there and they told you you can't do it, most people would just say, you know what, you know, screw this, we're going to like do it our own way. Uh, but you really are, you're taking a great approach to this and I commend you and, I, and from what you're telling me that you're, you're getting some good, positive uh, feedback from the city, which is, that's where your buy-in is going to yeah. be. Your buy-in is going to be with the city because there are a couple properties I think the city owns that would be, um, 
very key for you. Like there's the Forsyth pool, mm -hmm. which uh, I think there were some concerns about filling in the pool and the, and the ground and the foundation up under there yeah. may not be, and it's, it's open there. Um, there's probably opportunities in here in the city of Monroe, but I think it's kind of figuring out where those opportunities are where these places are and, and yeah the, uh, last year we are applying the city was applying for this grant it's the land and water conservation fund mm -hmm. and they weren't able to get those funds because they said that if they had to build a tennis court there at the pool they'd have to knock down some walls out there and fill it completely in yeah. and they said that would bother the fresh ground and it might cause the tennis courts to collapse on itself. Really? Okay. So uh, they're thinking, when I was talking to Jamie Mayo and uh, Mike Minning the other day yeah. at City Hall, they're thinking that we might be able, be able to reapply for that grant because we won't have to completely fill it in. Yeah. If we try to do a skate park there, we can just right. simply, uh, you know, fill it in just about a quarter of the way with concrete to get yeah. the transitions for the ramps and everything. Yeah. Very good. And uh, we can maybe even have the street course outlining around the actual pool area where yeah. the bigger ramps would be for the smaller kids, you know, not to interfere with the big kids yeah. doing the big crazy <laughs> stuff out there. Yeah, because boards go flying. Yeah. <laughs> they, <laughs> they, they do. do, yeah. Uh, well, that's good, man. I'm glad that you're getting some positive traction on that, and I definitely want you to keep me abreast of this thing in any way that I can help through my end. Yeah, I so. want to do that. And, if, and, and all I've said since I've been here, you know, it's – you find that this is your city, right? right? And I don't want to be anywhere else. And you want to find people with that have a whatever endeavor it is, right, to Some make their city better, to make everything, yeah, and figure out how we can help each other accomplish that, and mm -hmm. and and really know that we can coexist in the same space and still pursue what we want to pursue, right? right. Um, and so that's interesting, and I and I and I. Man, like I said, if I could put you in front of business owners or and and people, because I know this conversation was had. Oh my gosh, probably two years ago uh, at that table right there because they were talking about. So when you're coming into one off uh, Interstate and you're coming down Sixth Street, there's mm -hmm. a building they just demolished to the right. And yeah, it's well, all, all the, the bricks, bricks were, and everything. Yeah. We used to try to skate out there and we were getting kicked out of there yeah. a lot too yeah and so i said man you know so i hope somebody does something with that property there right. because there are some like warehouses there because here's another thing mm -hmm. it a the weather here is horrible yeah uh two it, it could is. be raining here and you know if you found an industrial property that had some kind of roof over it and some it's Flat ground, smooth ground. Absolutely. And even if it's not that smooth, we you know we fixed cracks and stuff before. Yeah. And like look in these locations where we've been building these DIYs, skate yeah. parks around town, yeah. and everything. And I, that's interesting because I think you, uh, I, 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 I Facebook stalked you a little bit, and I, and I followed <laughs> your, and I and I went down your timeline, and it was cool to see how you guys are fairly resourceful in doing what you're doing, and you guys come right. together and help each other out. And that's yeah. Uh, yeah, I would have never had the confidence to even stand up and like talk about this kind of stuff if it wasn't for the community support yeah. that I've gained in the last few years, all the people that come to my events and everything, yeah. and they just help me, you know, give me good words of encouragement. encouragement and yeah, yeah, that's, that's awesome. You know, I just... Again, I think that your approach that you're going right now is that you are going to business leaders and community. Uh, my next step, I would say, is I would probably uh, go and figure out what 
maybe civic organizations that you can you know go talk to whoever's over that civic organization and say right. hey look uh, this is what our endeavor is and this is what we want to do we want to apply for a grant to do this but I'm telling you I think there's opportunity here for that to happen I think you guys are going about it the right way, right. Uh, and I think that uh, you're going to have some good things coming, especially if you had the ear to the city, and, and if you right. had if you had Jamie Mayo and Mike Vining in a room, then man, that's that's good stuff. Mike right. is an old uh, basketball coach out at ULM, so uh, okay. uh, so he's dealt with youth and uh, youth athletes and things like that. So that's great. Uh, I, I had no idea. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, Coach Vining. Everybody knows Coach Vining. Um, and uh, so, yeah, that, that really impressed me that you, you took that step and you said, hey, I want to address my, my, my elected officials. Uh, and I would go, too, I would encourage you to go to each, each council member and say, is there opportunity in your districts? Do you yeah. know of any properties in your districts? Yeah, I've been in touch with uh, Mike Eccles and uh, Kenneth Wilson, yeah. Anita Woods. Yeah, like very good. Gretchen Esnack. See, look, uh, you know all their names. Yeah. I'm already impressed, oh, yeah. man. That is awesome. Yeah, uh, well, that's that's exactly who you need to get in front of too, because they're going to know properties in their districts uh, that that need to be done, uh, uh, that or that not need to be done, but there's opportunity there. There could be again some warehouses or something like that. And the property owner, you can figure out because, uh, like I said, man, this weather is is brutal, and you want to be able to go and be like, you know what, it's raining. I don't want to be stuck in this house. Got a roof over my head. We got a ramp over there. Let's go get it. You know what I yeah. mean? And, and so it's just, like I said, finding those opportunities, finding finding that common ground and finding, um, you know, that community support behind you. And I know right. you're going to get it, man. I, I, your attitude, just sitting here with you today, listening to you talking, you're miles ahead of where I was when I was skateboarding at the time. All I wanted to do was just go find a place to go skateboard. And you're like, <laughs> if I can't do it here, I'm going to go sneak in over there and go do it, you know. But, you know, um, but – but again, I think you're on the right path, man. And so, I yeah. It. So I, I really do think we're going to be able to get this done. Especially, I think we're going to be able to get that grant from the Land and Water Conservation because yeah. if we can get the community support behind us, mm -hmm. like some local business owners to yeah. pitch in, uh, they'll match at two hundred and fifty thousand wow. dollars, up or up to two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Yeah. Very good. And uh, Jamie Mayo said that we could use some of the public works funding that's already there. Yeah. to say that the public works is going to do some actual work on the project yeah. Yeah. and use that money that we're paying the public works to uh, yeah. match the funding from the grant very good you know they're you know and, and they've been in they've been in office a while now and they they probably know all the uh ways that you can match right. find funding and match yeah, they've funding. got ways i've never even heard of and i've yeah. been researching for three or four years <laughs> well know? that's what they do then that's you know that's that's what you want to lean on your city government for is right. say hey look um and it's really hard to help. know anything until you get in that door though you know you got to have your foot into the city hall office to really yeah. learn the ropes so it is and not only that it's just knowing what resources Sources are out there for you and that's that's one of the reasons why a friend of mine and I started a, a webcast uh, on Facebook uh, we just realized that there were resources out there for people that didn't know that were out there for them and no. uh, it we learn something new each week and each people each person that we bring on each week we find out new resources for them and um, yeah, and so if, like I said, if there's anything we can do, man, I'd love to help you out in your endeavor. Um, whether it's say, hey, I hear uh, Joe Q. Taxpayer has uh, a building over here on, you know, Fourth Street. Do you yeah. know this person? 
And I, if I know them, I'll put you in front of them. I'll, I'll go with you That's on this awesome. meeting and yeah. say, hey, look, we can, uh, you know, let's figure out a way we can do this. Because I know there's a lot of people with properties that are just sitting there, right? And that, right. that they need, uh, and it can be good, uh, I think, of, you know, areas especially. And they could donate the spot to the city for a tax write-off. They could, there's many different options. There's yeah. all kinds of ways that, that people can work together, but I think what you're gonna what you're gonna experience now is gonna be so much valuable uh, in the future uh, as this thing progresses forward. Uh, I think your understanding of local government, I think your understanding of business and community engagement, the young kids are gonna look up to this, right? right? And you're setting you're setting the example right now, right? Yeah. And that's what it is, and they're gonna see somebody like you, who's passionate about what they do. Uh, that stands up for them and says you're giving them something to do and that's to me that's that's what we're called to do man right. and it and i think it comes with age right you know, I, and, just, uh, you know I just really want to show the people that uh the skaters that from the 80s and 90s are not the same skaters yeah. of today's generation you yeah know, we're educated at least somewhat educated anyways yeah, that's and right we want to help our community that's right very good man so yeah it, look I, I appreciate you taking the time today and coming to speak with me right. uh, and again um, I, I'm going to tell you just like I tell everybody else that comes in here and says Friday where do I need to go <laughs> I'm going to tell you four words how can I help and right. that's it man and I'll, I'll, I'll do whatever I can to get you in front of the right people and and I hope the people who are listening and your, and your, your guys and gals who skateboard with y'all um, man this is uh, it's a good thing that you guys are doing, and like I said, we need, we need more civic engagement. We need more people involved, and uh, setting a good example. Oh, yeah. I appreciate you yeah. so much, yeah. Mr. Friday. Yes, you think Dave. I could see you at the Catfish Cabin uh, fundraiser next month? What is it? Hold on, it's I'm a, pulling out the calendar right now. Tell me what it is. Okay, it's uh, August 17th at seven o'clock. That's a Saturday night. August 17th. And we're going to be having also. It's going to be. The chicken and fish fillets, all you can eat with baked potato, casserole, french fries, drink, dessert, all that stuff. Oh, no. Yeah, I would have been down with my wife's 40th, man. That's but okay. I tell, but I'll tell you what. I'll send my, I'll see if my buddy DJ with the podcast, who's you know that's friends with Zach Rayburn, and will yeah. go just and yeah. represent us as uh, Talking Shop. So, yeah. That would be great also. Yes, I'd love that. I'd love to come, man. Yes, but, I, you know, hey, look, my wife turns 40 once. So yeah, uh, so. we're going to make it happen. So, yeah, good. <laughs> well, tell her I said happy birthday. I'll do it. And best of luck to you all. And, again, man, you've got my cell phone number. Uh, reach out and if anybody else is listening that have similar endeavors feel free to call me uh, my number is I'm going to put it out there too it's 355-9869 call me up and like I said that's you know, come to my shop come hang out we'll, we'll talk about it and we'll see where we can get you to go but man again I'm I'm really impressed with what you've done so far most of the time people are like what have you done? Well, you know, I'm just coming to you. You're my first step. Seems like you've you've done your homework and you've laid that groundwork out there, and you're you're really be, you're engaging your council members, you're engaging your mayor. Uh, man, you're doing it the right way, and I appreciate you doing it that way, and I commend you on that. Yeah. Yes, sir. I appreciate yeah. you standing yes, with us. Yes, indeed. Awesome. All right. Thank you, sir. Not a problem. Have a good one. Yeah. All right, everyone. That's going to conclude it for our episode tonight. I hope y'all enjoyed it. I know I really enjoyed getting to sit down with Mr. Friday and talk about why we need the skate park in Monroe. But until then, y'all make sure to tune in every Sunday on Sunday. This is the Dead Squirrel signing off. Good night, everyone.